NFL training camps are underway, and you know what that means. The Dallas Cowboys optimism is back. The hope and the belief that this year's team is different from the rest. That this year's team will make the Super Bowl. Is that going to happen? Well, I'm not going to answer that today. But I have been keeping up with the Dallas Cowboys training camp for the last few weeks, and there's plenty to talk about. Storylines, but specifically players that I feel like we should talk more about and how they're standing out in this training camp whether that's good or bad. And first, we should talk about Keanu Neal. The Mike Nolan experiment was a complete failure in Dallas. So that opened the door for former Atlanta Falcons head coach Dan Quinn to join the loony bin that is the Dallas Cowboys organization. Quinn didn't come alone though. Not only did Quinn bring a new defensive staff, but brought a few of his Atlanta damaged goods with him. Exhibit A, Keanu Neal. Entering his sixth year in the league, Keanu's career has been a roller coaster. A promising free safety after two years was followed with a torn ACL and Achilles in 2018 and 2019. After a horrific 2020 season for the Falcons secondary, here he is switching cities and positions. Signed with the Cowboys soon after Quinn's hire with the intention of playing weak side linebacker. Lack of depth and confidence at the linebacker position made Cowboys fans, including your boy, excited to see Keanu Neal's next stage of his career. However, from what I've heard and seen from Cowboys insiders, Keanu Neal is having a tough time transitioning into the new position, including coverage with tight ends. Even with the concerns at linebacker, the acquisition of Micah Parsons, Andrew Bill Cox in the draft, plus the return of Lane Vanderish and the belief that Jalen will come back to form, things aren't looking good for Quinn's guy. And we could be seeing another haha Clinton Dick situation where he may not even make the roster. Speaking of Parsons, let's talk about the 12th overall draft pick for the Cowboys. For some reason, Dallas loves to pick linebackers really high in drafts, but there's been no success with it. This year was no different with Patrick Sertan and JC Horn off the board. It left concern on what the Cowboys should do at number 12. Now, no matter what the front office says, I don't believe for a second that Parsons was their number one choice and they were prepared to lose both of their cornerbacks that they wanted desperately. But here we are. The former Nittany Lions film jumps off the screen with impeccable athleticism and intensity. Luckily, those attributes are showing up in training camp so far. Parsons is having an incredible camp so far with individual plays and scrimmage drills, but what I love to hear about is his ability to learn. He's very accepted of criticism and learning new things from his coaching staff, and there seems to be a positive vibe to Quinn's new system and practice that just wasn't there with Nolan. I'll be interested to see how this affects Jalen Smith's future with the Dallas Cowboys, but keep an eye on Parsons and his role on this defense. Next up, we'll talk about Neville Gallimore, and this is more of a personal choice for me because I absolutely love Neville Gallimore and what potential he brings to this Cowboys team. A steal for the Cowboys in the 2020 draft, I can sense that this defensive tackle out of Oklahoma was exactly what the Cowboys needed inside. Tristan Hill's season-ending injury and Tyrone Crawford's inability to penetrate the line opened up the opportunity for Gallimore and he took advantage of it. Now I did say that Gallimore would not be your sack leader, but as long as he disrupted plays, he can be a key part of this defense. And really he was one of the only positives out of this historically bad defense last year. He only had one sack, but the rushing defensive stats got better when he started playing more, the pressures increased, and there would be times where Gallimore would completely blow past the line and instantly disrupt the play. And that was just in year one. He's progressed so much faster than I instantly thought, 
so I can't wait to see what he does in year two. Now the Cowboys did add a lot of depth to the interior with guys like Carlos Watkins, Quinn and Bohanna, and <clears throat> let me give this a shot, Osa Odigizua. But I expect Gallimore to prove that he's a starting defensive lineman and be a fan favorite for the Cowboys fans. Let's show some love to the Cowboys offense and specifically talk about a key player to this offense for this upcoming year, and that's Michael Gallup. Entering his final year on his rookie deal, this could be the last time that we see number 13 in a Cowboys uniform. He is the third wide receiver on this lineup behind CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, but I don't think we give enough credit to Michael Gallup. Although he only had two games over 100 yards last year, I think Cowboys fans can agree that when Gallup has a favorable matchup, Dak is more than generous to throw it his way. Gallup is a real game changer on this team with his ability to beat out most defenders on 50-50 balls. He's lengthy, physical, and has built a tight relationship with the birthday boy himself, Dak Prescott. And that relationship will come alive in 2021 with a healthy Dak Prescott. Will that earn him a new contract for him to stay in Dallas? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> Finally, let's talk about the most talked about player outside of Dak Prescott for this training camp so far, and that's Randy Gregory. The story continues to be written for Gregory's NFL career, battling through substance abuse, his suspensions due to those difficulties, and expectations as a second round draft pick in 2015. We're still waiting for him to reach his true potential. It was hard last year with the reinstatement and being thrown in after week six in a terrible Mike Nolan defense, having to get back into football form and play behind Alden Smith. Gregory still showed tiny moments of high level play, so this year has to be the year for him. Jerry Jones is all in this year with Gregory going into his final year of his contract. He could also find his way out of Dallas after this season with a huge bounce back year, but this player is way more unpredictable than Gallup and his contract situation. The pros and cons are going back and forth with Randy Gregory. He could be the sack leader for this Cowboys team this year, but what if he's not on the field? He might be one of the best freakish athletes that I've seen in a Cowboys uniform, but he may not be on the field. He could really earn himself a nice contract after this year, but he's not getting any younger. And did I mention that he may not be on the field? I'm pulling for Randy Gregory and the training camp so far looks really damn good. I just don't know if I want to fully commit to Randy Gregory being the edge rusher of this Dallas Cowboys team, especially with the failure that was Alden Smith last year. But I'm pulling for him 100% and I'm really excited to see what Randy Gregory can do in a full regular season with a lot more playing time.